Gentlemen, and I use that term loosely, we're here to celebrate, what, seven years of continuous weekly episode releases. 380 episodes. That is bananas. We haven't right. skipped a single week. We, we've oh. done a few blasts from the past, a few archival Re-issue. No, but I, I thought there was at least one week where we we, we gave ourselves a vacation here and there. Yeah, but come on, I let's think, not split hairs. I think I think we averaged maybe one week a year where we, something would just go crazy, yeah. and then we typically take the last week of the year off anyway. So even still, that's that's a shit ton of episodes. Remember when we had that stupid idea about doing the twelve days of Agile, mm-hmm. and we that did was an episode. Great. It was great, but we were all like brain dead and, and suicidal towards the end. It was every episode every other day for a month. It was insane. Yeah. Then I came up with the genius idea of re-releasing it with more audio in front of it. Like what? <laughs> yeah, that that whole simplicity maximize the work not done. We we missed that principle. Yeah. <laughs> I looked um, up because I like data. I looked up. You know, we have we have nine hundred thousand unique listens. Wow. That's not bad. That's awesome. not bad at all. That's, That's pretty amazing. Cool. There's some people that need to get a life. That's what I'm. <laughs> that's almost. That's almost the number of people that would love to see GIF dead. Oh wow! That's Joe Rogan. Better dark. watch out. Joe Rogan. Better watch out. We're in his rear view. I, I've, well, I've made fire. fun of you for a, a, a few minutes, Jay. I thought I'd turned around. Like, I haven't seen, I haven't been on a pod with Giffen. How long has it been? Oh, my God. I, uh, I mean, James I just, Gifford's with us, ladies and gentlemen. In I, the did, house. I, I did disappear for about a year. Um, Are you coming back? Is coming this back. the beginning of something new? Yeah. I mean, if you, if you haven't noticed, I've kind of gotten inspired and I started like posting things regularly again and like writing things that, like aren't about like scrum and stump stupid stuff like that. So let's I'm do like, some episodes. I'm looking for some it's time new to people try. to do some episodes with different. You still have the tool belt gif. I wear it. I literally had it on in the office like two weeks ago. Shut up. You do not. Yeah, yes. Does. With the projector on it and everything. Yes. Like full Wait gear. Wait a minute. When did the projector module get added in? It's been no, on. It's, it's always the been there. It's we should probably there. explain to the listeners because I doubt everyone All knows right. what you're talking about. Yes. But wait, well, wait, a question. Yes. Before you explain what it is, do you have to change the name now since you're such a a anti-scrummer? I'm not an anti-scrummer. I value okay. scrum. I'm no longer I, you know, the the scrum I haven't changed my Twitter handle, so it's still Scrumando. My LinkedIn profile links out to Scrumando. So if you need to find me on the internet, just type in Scrumando. Man, um, I set that up perfectly for you. Now you can yeah, just roll right geez, into the explanation. No, You're well, welcome. The, the plug, man, it's a little early for plugs, isn't it? <laughs> so we got uh <laughs> so what what they're all referring to in around 2015. We thought it'd be a great idea to make this gimmicky posted note tool belt. Well, I thought it would be a great idea. James and it would be a great way to go to the scrum gathering in Phoenix and you know drum up some business because like we all sucked at business development it's probably why Leff and I were never in consulting very long but so I put together this tool belt it was literally a fat thick leather contractor belt that I had hogged out the guts out of a couple posted note dispensers that you stick on your desk ironically those are all filled with birdshot so if you ever need to do some shotgun shell reloading just drill open your desk weighted uh post-it note pad holders 
Uh, I put a pouch on it that held a projector. Um, it had a pouch for like dry erase markers, Sharpies. Like you could just go facilitate a meeting wearing a belt in front of a bunch of people. So I actually started wearing it at the office after the scrum gathering. And I still wear it to this day. I show wow. up to meetings and I stand in front of the room and I just rip posted notes off the belt. People come up and like yank them off as like a joke and then write on them. Professional cosplayer. Yeah. So, I mean, as, as dumb as it is, when it comes to sticky notes, I'm just going to walk right past that. I'm not even going to just give you any airtime on I that. Would, I would argue that there are way more embarrassing agile LARPers out there than Gifford and his belt of post-its. And a quick perusal of LinkedIn. Well, oh, now that's a good, that. that's a fun thought exercise. Like, describe, I mean, Chris Stone, Chris Stone ruined the, the retrospective. Describe an agile cosplayer or LARPer. <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather I'd rather just be nice, you know. That's okay. That's okay. Yeah, that's okay. yeah, yeah. How have you survived with us for so long, Troy? Being nice. Mm, I don't know. Good question. You know, I'm not always nice, but I've lately I'm Troy trying mad. to be more nice. That's I've all. Seen Troy mad like four times in his whole entire existence. Four times. Known. That's boring. That's pretty. I can't weird. even okay. imagine what Troy mad looks like. Like it looks like Troy. I just, just picture Troy. left, bright red, like it, cursing, just spitting and screaming. He, he's a bit like the. Um, I can't. Yeah. Yeah, he's a bit like that guy, Mister Rogers. Is it the children's thing? Yeah, that guy, Mister Rogers. <laughs> yeah, that one guy. Hey, look, we didn't have him in Australia. I just saw the movie, so you know. Okay. <laughs> it's fair. I mean, so, there are there is there is at least one human, if not more, that look at him and say "dad." So I mean, sure. that that does have an effect. If not so, more is an interesting way. There is no more that say that, but yes, there's one. I remember if you had a second or not, Troy. No, no, it's just one. Oh, well, we, when we finish, I'll introduce you to the theory of telegony, and we all probably have kids we don't even really know about floating around out there. Um. So anyway, so seven years, right? Seven years. The world, I, do, is it too much hyperbole to say the world has completely changed in seven years, let alone the last seven months? Yeah, it's gone to shit pretty much, but yeah. They, they yeah. started with shooting Harambe and now it's all been downhill yeah, after that, pretty right? Much, I mean, yeah. we were, we were like blank checks were being cut for like our services when we first started this podcast. And now we're, we're, we're jingling the, the cans on the corner for spare change so we can get Andy to retirement. <laughs> uh, it's the world has definitely gotten weird. I mean, you want to say you want to say positive like not positive stuff but the podcast alone if you go back and look at the reports for our numbers we were up over 10,000 downloads a month and then everybody got locked down and so you consultants stopped traveling which decreased demand and then everybody started the podcast so those two things you know when people say oh well you know it's harder to get listeners these days because there's so many podcasts they ain't lying they ain't lying would it's like to think that we time. have a dedicated, a dedicated True. small group that still appreciate us. True. But I also think when COVID hit, the state of Agile changed. Mm. It Absolutely. just accelerated its downfall. It, I that's yeah. that's definitely a pathway it it, it took. So I, I do think the entire experience was none of us were ready to to fully go in a virtual way, right? So. It disrupted everything. I, I, and I think people got burned out. I, I'm sorry, Jay. I think yeah. 
you know, I I'll speak from personal experience, right? In the past seven years, I would say the past two years, three, two and a half, three years have been some of the hardest in my career. And I'm on the, I should be in the tail end of my freaking career at this point. Why well, so. you're only 32 left. I'm going to ask you a question. <laughs> Don't overthink it. Answer it. Somebody yeah. put on the internet that no one made a good decision in 2021. Would you agree or disagree with that statement? No one made a good repeat decision the question in, that broke up. No one made a good decision in 2021, the entire year. Nobody made a good decision. I can't I'm agree shocked. with that uh, on the whole planet. Well, the and the argument was think about it. We came out of a year of being locked down, which most to your point left, most of us were not ready for. Companies weren't ready personally, most of us weren't ready. And then when the world reopened, everybody kind of whipsawed back and maybe made some decisions that were not in their best interest. And if we weren't recording, I could share some of mine where, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I made some of the best decisions in, in 2021. So I, I will, I, that's why I can't say, that's say that fair. I agree that's with fair. that. Hey, gentlemen, I have a question. We can, let's have, let, let's talk about something fun. In okay. The last seven years, something fun. How about that? Thanks, Troy. What's fun? <laughs> what, what's fun to you? Wow, crickets, um, right? Like, no, no, no. I, I'm, I'm more depressed now, Troy. Thanks for asking that question. Now, because I, really I got nothing, I'm coming up with nothing. <laughs> well, some of you all, some of you all live off of the misery of 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 humans and the planet, and that's like sub, like it's like your vampires of misery. It's called uh, being a Philadelphia sports fan. Get used to it. I, I will. No, I won't get used to it. And it still stings that you all won last week. And I'm sorry. Um, I'm not. So, I mean, we we kind of did progress in our like. We've all advanced our careers to a degree. Like there is, I would argue that all of us, like, I. For le- le- like I don't know if I don't know if the podcast necessarily had anything to do with it, but we've we've gotten to cheer each other on as we've done some really cool things even since 2020. That's true. That's yeah, true. that's true. But that wasn't. I think Troy's question is talk about something fun. Could be uh, anything. He didn't well, put the <laughs> agile wrapper on it, right? Something <laughs> positive. I was I'll, saying, I'll... hey, in seven years, we've at least advanced in our careers to a degree. Yeah, I mean that That's that true. has that has been very positive. I will tell you that hanging out with Brad Stokes at five thirty in the morning on Vasco Duarte's podcast—it's not ours, but that was fun. I had got to, you know, I got up, got to hang out with Brad really early in the morning. Um, I miss some of that random stuff because I can remember being on doing Meller's podcast with Lockhart at like two o'clock in the morning because that's the only time we could nail him down in london i 2019 was it when was the scrum or when was the big agile conference in um san diego that was 2019 sneaking into sneaking into the after hours and doing like three four show with all you guys because i was out there on a work trip um like i i will say that some of my most fun experiences have been running around with you all at like different events, conferences, just the shenanigans. Oh my God. We, we got the chase around. We got the chase Alistair around while he was wearing a Cape on a, on a river boat. Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. Uh huh. And we recorded a podcast where I don't think I, with Colin, you and me and Colleen and I, we were on, I don't know how many substances we were on, but there were, there were, there was fun had. 
There were yinglings. That's it. <laughs> no. Uh, um. God, I'm trying to think of fun, man. That one in person we did in Westchester was a lot of fun. Um. Oh, that gathering when uh when CSS Tech used to like hook us up with events. The the one off we did the one off at the at the country club. Yeah, we re- yep. we we recorded the first. We tried to record our first live podcast, and none of them came out. And you can find one of the agile bootlegs out there in a. You go <laughs> find the old. <laughs> no, I, what it was that thing? What was the thing before the Discord? Was that discourse? Discourse, yeah. If you go out, to, if, if yeah. discourse is still running, there there's an agile bootlegs folder out there you can find with just some random stuff from the really Discord. yes. Well, that's I, fine. There's we've done there. uh we've we've done a podcast we've done a series on all the scaling frameworks which was fairly comprehensive and i don't know that anybody's done as deep of a dive as what mm-hmm. we did we did an entire series on various aspects of transformation we mm-hmm. did the we mentioned before the 12 days of agile which is deep dives into every single principle there's the there's the signatory series where we got what 14 of the 17 mm-hmm. uh yeah. that's never been done um let let's talk about let let's talk about kind of that angle we've built community right we've created community yeah. for ourselves for others we've created pathways connections we have enriched people in a way that that has has given them a place right uh, for for many years this career was kind of so obscure cool. right didn't know where to fit land of the misfit toys we kind of created a platform and a foundation for people so i think there's you know i don't know if it equates to fun but we do have a fun aspect to to us right our personalities who we attract, the community that we've helped create, support, build, and and allow others to to add on and and take it, you know, in a direction. I mean, our Discord is a very interesting place, and it's not toxic, which is rare on Discord. Yeah, yeah usually. So yeah, yeah. I really appreciate all of the work that that each one of you have done to to help support that because it's this is not this turned into something that I don't think any of us expected, but we've continued to invest because it does feel good. So there is a feel good component to offset the, the, the monotony of, of some of our work at times and just the, the social injustice of, of putting us in a cage. Right. So, yeah. (laughs) One of the cool things I love is, um, you know, obviously interacting with the people in discord that aren't part of this board. Um, but even I'll get randomly pinged at work. Somebody says, oh, I listened to the, your podcast episode about X. I'm like, I didn't even know people listen. You know, the people were just approaching me about it. So but that's pretty cool. You know, so it seems like people are still listening. Yeah, I, I like I liked when Troy did the uh, all the Xeno health stuff. Yeah, and I used to and I used to put I used to send Troy pictures of like fat dudes in rowboats. Yeah, <laughs> I should get back to that. I'm in the middle of my Agile Heresy uh, podcast um, series, so after that, maybe I'll get back to Xena. So. so I'm gonna I'm gonna yes and that Troy the Agile Heresy. So 
everybody knows in the stock market what a short seller is. And every time someone comes up with the idea to ban short sellers, the, 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 the rationale is, well, they help keep the market honest because they call companies on their bullshit and sometimes they see things that other people don't see. I would go as far to say that <clears throat> we were the OG agile short sellers. Right. So we were the ones that were not saying it was bullshit or not saying it was a Ponzi scheme. We were one of the first voices that questioned loudly and publicly and put our names to some of the BS that we saw. Right. Some of the 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 blind, blind devotion to a framework. Right. Some of the authors out there who were just spewing shit saying, well, no, the problem isn't us. The problem is the customers. Right. They just don't get it. Right. Like we were some of the OG people to say. Hey, can we call ourselves on our own bullshit first? Can we be intellectually honest? And you know what? I'll always have a, I always get a kick out of that because there were some times that we poked some in a respectful way. We poked at some of this shit and I don't think we ever got any blowback, serious blowback for calling the emperor and not having clothes. I, we were on a, we were on a program team kickoff call for Agile 2024 uh, a week or two ago. Oh my and God. I, I made a joke. Already? Jesus. I, I made a joke about um, if any submission has a framework in the title of it, it's immediately getting rejected. And nobody laughed at me for saying that. And then I was, and I, I kind of waited for people to laugh. And I go, well, I was only half kidding. And they were like, no, we know. Like that's like, that's kind of a, that's kind of a bit. Yeah. Jay, Jay, one of my favorite podcasts I've ever done was earlier this year when you and I basically came on and said, Taylor wasn't really wrong. Mm. Like, y'all just misused his word. Yeah. That was yeah. literally one of my favorite podcasts I've ever done. And funnily enough, Mervin, that's the one this though, that series we did. It was Troy dissecting John Little's paper us dissecting Taylorism and then Sam Hoagie and I, Sam Hogarth and I, when we dissected the Winston Royce paper, that was some of the loudest conversation we've had was those three episodes. Like some of the, again, we're the ones who are like, the guy's not wrong. Yeah. I mean, anytime I hear someone say, Oh, well, Taylorism, it's like, I hate to be that. Actually, did you read the book? But I want to say, actually, did you read the book? Because the guy had some you know, all the shit that we spew has been said before. It's just, we'd use different words to say the same things. I've had, so I've had people, Jay, I've had people text me excerpts from the book and they're like, see, he's supporting command and control right there. And I said, do you see the words command or control right <laughs> there? And they're like, well, it's, it's fine. It's, 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 it's implied. And I said, oh, so we're, we're reading the minds of dead authors <laughs> and then blaming them for coming up with those those ideas. That's what we're mm -hmm. that's what we're doing now. Like we get joy out of that. Here's what I want to do. I want to record an episode with Brad because I never get to hang out with Brad. So that's my next goal, Brad. We got to come Fair up enough. with something. That's, that, that's a good one. Okay, all right. To, still need to do that one about um, this year because I've been at a fairly full on engagement, which is why I've had something on every freaking Tuesday. Uh, for literally 12 months solid and i've just come off that wow but, okay uh, i it was in an org we managed to put in the what use the flow framework for reels to the point mm -hmm. that the ceo uh was sitting in a meeting with us and we said look the reason this team is this value stream is struggling uh is because they simply are taking on too much work wasn't even a blink it was like oh yeah that makes sense <laughs> and we're talking like overnight like this is a 1100 person company and they just went yeah that makes sense 
That's awesome. All right, Brad, I'm going to ping you. We got to get something. That's done. a win. Um, you joined uh, my yeah, that, that was heresy cool. series. I'll talk about the flow framework. One yeah. of my other one of my other favorite podcasts was Jay. Were you on the comic book podcast with Brad and I? No, I missed that no. one. Comic who, Agile. Brad, who did who did the comic book podcast with you and me? It was Janae. It was uh, it might have been Janae. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Uh, what's his name? Was Sam Blue. on it? Blue, James. Thrash, oh, right? Todd. Yeah. Todd, 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 yeah, Todd. The, the, the blue weasel, Facebook, in yeah. the memes. That, yeah. that was that, sorry, the agile in the meme. Yeah, that one. Oh, he's that was fun now. Yeah, that that was a really good show. Well, and by bringing up these things, it does kind of make me think that there is some ground left that's uncovered. Oh, right. Okay. Like wait, we got to we got to hold stop, Jay. Pause. We got to go back. We got to get in the time machine when Rob Legetti was on the board. And you guys did like Van Halen's take on Agile. It was some metal in Agile. Oh, we did a music episode. Yeah, people were like, "What is this?" Me, it was me, Legetti, and Troy. Yeah. And Legetti had the world's worst microphone. Like it was patented, the world's worst <laughs> microphone. Yeah, it was rough. But uh, I think that again, that's that's kind of part of the attraction, right? Is is we're not just theoretical, right? We we actually do this stuff, and and we're not afraid to. Yeah. to be provocative at work right and provocative meaning you know how much are you willing to disrupt well here here you are use me as the battering ram right let's go for <laughs> it i'm ready and i think that that's that's encouraging to to a lot of the industry where it's like you get tired of doing the same thing and i think we talk about the same thing but using a different you know thinking yeah. pattern right do yeah. this try that Here's right. a good question for everybody. Uh, do you just prompted something left? Like, do you like, I would love to know everybody's thoughts of like doing the podcast. Like how has it benefited? Like it can't, it can't have not helped our careers a little bit talking about this dumb stuff we do for work all the time. Like it had to have benefited us some way. Like for example, me, I, I was kind of a one answer person on any question. I knew what the answer was and I kind of gave it when I first met y'all. And I was, I was good at it. It's not that my answers I was giving was wrong, but by talking about these other ideas and listening to tin foil hat Hershko over there, like, like talk about his conspiracy theories on everything. Um, like it's kind of forced me to think about multiple paths up the mountain. And I, I honestly think after, all these years of of podcasting with you all, I I have a more well rounded view of like worldview of my work and and you know like all of that crap when twenty twenty was going down, all the social unrest was happening. Like it, I I process the world in a much better way now because of talking on this podcast. Does anybody anybody else have an example of what they feel like doing the pods helped them? Well, to me, I. Australia, obviously, and it's a small community. It is what 20, 28, 29 million of us total. So not, not a super huge thing. Um, and a lot of the people that you know work in the agile space have a very insular view at times. They tend to focus locality, whereas I, I found it's really helped me as I've got a much more broad view, uh, exposure to a lot of things. And the podcast has been a big part of that. Uh, although it is funny when occasionally somebody says something is oh, oh i'm on that podcast that's cool um like <laughs> my boss or my boss at one point was he's a cst was delivering a course and they said oh there's the agile uprising podcast and that, that aussie blokes are right and they 
just had a laugh. Well, actually, we work with him. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome, man. Congratulations. Yeah, that was I, funny I have, as. I have one um, person that I work with, at my current client. Um, and one day I came into work and she quoted me in a meeting. <laughs> from ah. a podcast and i was like oh are you serious <laughs> so, anyway. with, with attribution troy <laughs> so, I was like, and she 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 just laughed and she said oh that is troy's but uh, and she was serious about it like so i was like wow like okay was it something smart i don't you can tell me but basically um it actually was probably top three if not my favorite podcast episode i ever did and it was with jay a few months ago and it was the your prioritization is shit podcast where I had the karate kid picture and all that. Yep, yep. I got a, such a kick. I, I, I thought I was so brilliant for making that artwork. By the way, so I, I was <laughs> laughing so hard making it. But anyway, um, and basically the premise of that podcast is that uh, it's impossible to know value up front, and to assume you can know it up front is just a fallacy. That's number one. And number two is, um, even if you, for some random reason you were right about your prioritization, if you work in a high whip environment, you will never even get. The things in that order anyway okay right so somebody and so i said something like your prioritization is shit um unless you control your whip and she literally used that in a meeting but <laughs> like, i didn't fun prompted that's, so that's, that's awesome just, that's <laughs> yeah, awesome so shout out to you uh you know who you are listening so there you go i um i can't say that the there's been a direct tie causally between the podcast and my career but it's it definitely forced me to i guess to learn to get my shit together Right. Like I, I take my career seriously because I, I felt so overmatched and I think it it definitely helped there. It's helped me meet some really cool people. I'll be honest, like uh, Ben, who's been on the show a couple of times, um, my crazy brother from another mother up in Connecticut. He tracked me down at an in-person PI planning event because he cornered me. He's like, you're the guy who does the Agile Uprising podcast. Right. And then he pulled me in a corner and picked my brain. And we've been good friends ever since. Um, yeah, there's been some good, good connections to come at him. Right. I mean honestly, Troy, I miss some of the, not the odd, I mean, Gifford was joking about, you know, your whole um, uh, uh, nutrition series, but I miss some of that oddball stuff that we used to do. Um, and I know it doesn't really fit under the agile banner, but that sort of stuff, my first experience with spiral dynamic was through Troy. Oh, like I, I like those, those left of center episodes that we do. Like if it was up to me, I would pivot away, get drop the A word and just pivot to all that kind of goofy new stuff because and I say goofy in the sense of there's some, there's some real knowledge out there that I think we forsake sometimes that mm -hmm. uh, that's the stuff I find. I got, I got an idea. And this is my last thing I'll say, because if anybody wants to join, because it sounds like Gifford might want to, um, cause he, um, I have this idea about agile heresy and, um, fitness heresy. So uh, I'm going to just uh, make an episode about just a bunch of bullshit in both industries. So let's, how about that? Anybody want to join me? He let me know. Me. That's going to go do some reps for Jesus. <laughs> um, he has a, he wears a shirt. There's a story about Phoenix around that too. We'll just stop there. But Jay, I think, I think, you know, it has been like just really good to be around you and Troy and, and just like the, just that different perspective because like recently I've been digging into like throughput accounting and it's intersectionality with value stream mapping and like how like the, the prioritization of the two 
turn into the, it could be the true powerhouse for people to actually want mm. to run a business significantly better, even from like a product development standpoint and getting things in market. But like, those are disparate concepts that most likely being around your conspiracy theoriness uh, has, has kind of brought out. Um, we spent a lot of time doing just product discovery and like UX discovery and things like that. And just taking all the old shit from like lean, like the, you know, just like basic pro like lean Sigma six, the idea that you can take lean Sigma six and use that as a um, UX or experience discovery framework really tends to blow people's brains away. But there are instances where like applying those techniques to get to the problem, to then understand what you need to solve like there's a whole lot of stuff out there in the problem solving space that that's what discovery is and, and, and we've maybe, made it so go on i'm sorry James, finish, finish. I mean, and, we, and we've we've all made it like this thing because we all read you know sense and respond and like just lean lean ux and all these things and it just became that that you know the way we did things and it's like no there's this all this whole world over here that um like if you just would go look at it I, I, to your point, Gifford, I think one of the things that unifies all of us, and even even if you go onto the Discord, right, we're really a bunch of um, rabble-rousers, iconoclasts, um, contrarians, right, heterodox thinkers, like Troy, again, your, your nutrition stuff, you're pulling inspiration from places that are not, you know, not on the McKinsey top 10 management books you should read this year, right? <laughs> and that's, I think, where we where we lean in and, and really show our stuff is that Again, the stuff that comes from left to center, the inspiration that's not coming straight from a, you know, fucking pragmatic programming publishing house book. I mean, not to say that that stuff is bad, but I think that's where we contribute. And Merman, I'm going to give you a shout out, right? When you first joined our group, my take on you was you were the guy drinking the Agile Kool-Aid. When you first joined, you were the guy drinking the Agile Kool-Aid. And now you're the guy saying, oh, that's just horseshit. Like you're literally Luke Skywalker taking the lightsaber and just throwing it over your shoulder, like agile. Ah! Like, and and it's been really cool to see because to your point, like the 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 changing of the frame and the open mindedness. Um, I was like, man, Merman, Merman's in the Kool Aid, and now you're like sitting there drinking the Kool Aid, going, <laughs> just spitting it at people, which I think is hysterical. This isn't wine. This isn't blood of anything. This is just water. Awesome. I so I when I I feel like when I. So there's certain people in our crew that it's like, if I want a podcast about like, um, like psychology and sociology, um, you know, I know I can, I know I can text Clef and, or he'll slide me some research paper and go, what do you think about this? And we can, and I can talk for 45 minutes about anything along that lines. And like Lef can, Lef can, tell me things that are happening in organizations like um, with, that I can't even, I don't have the ability to see, um, you know, Jay, you, you know, I, I said, joked about your conspiracy, you know, your tin foil hats that you wear, but like nobody consumes the amount of information and retains the amount that you do. But I have never, I have never met anybody that can retain information the way that you do. Uh, and I used to, and you used to be like, I'm the person that knows everything and doesn't use any of it at work. And you're, you're actually using some of it now 
It's all right. Yeah. Uh, the 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 times that you've quoted the stuff that you've done. Um, I I think when I first met Troy, I I didn't. I, I knew he was a genius. I just didn't know like what like unlocked this little Pandora's box to get it open. And like, it's uh, like, and then you, and then once you get him wound up and get him start going, you're just like, what did we just hear? <laughs> That's you, hilarious. You know I mean? Well, thank so you. So like, and, and, <laughs> and Giff and I are the ones and, and uh, Brad, I know that you like, I know you bring a, a, a team level centricity and, and an understanding that, that most people have. And then Giff and I are the people that you bring on and we make stupid jokes and then you make fun of us. And then we run away making fart sounds. And that's what we, that's our contribution to the podcast. But like, <laughs> like if we have, we really do have a diverse group of, of expertise that would be, we couldn't have accidentally started a consultancy with this kind of smarts and stuff that we do. And, and I, Again, some of you all are like, I don't know what I really got out of the podcast. Like some, the podcast has driven my desire to learn mm-hmm. and and keep up with you nuts. Um, so if I like I would be dumb to say that I'm not at least smarter because I've podcasted with y'all. I think my favorite Troy memory was it was before a podcast one night where he turned into James Franco from Spring Breakers. You all know that scene where he goes, look at my shit. And he goes around the room and he talks about all the shit in his room. Troy had his phone and he's like, look, and here's like a guitars. And here I got my, my hope. It was right when he bought his house. He's like, I got my home theater system. You remember this laugh? Were you here for me? Yeah, and he was literally there. was like slow panning the room. It was the funniest thing. And Troy, I'm not busting your balls because no, I love you to death. I'm looking forward to our four hours in the car. You know, you're going to kill me. I'm going to be dead somewhere in Pennsylvania because Troy's going to have it and stab me to death in the car when we <laughs> drive out to Lancaster. But like, you're right, Merman, you know what? I, I can't even steal your words. It was, we are a rare combination of completely insane free radicals. And we just happen to collide with each other in positive ways. Right. And it's a shame like Janae couldn't make it tonight or Colleen or some of the other folks who've come through us because, I mean, mm. we all kind of do run in the same weird quasi orbit. Yeah. Well, then there's the original OG, you know, the OG like Andy Bacon and Leggetti oh and McCalla and like who, who, which one of you all tagged McCalla in a LinkedIn post the other day? Oh, uh, that was Gifford. <laughs> <laughs> what did he even I, respond? I think hey, he hey, did. I'm Mike McCalla. Oh, I have that outtake. I have that outtake. Let me let me let me let me sell you an agile uh, fluency tool. Did you did he even respond to your post? Uh, yeah, he, he did. He liked it. He liked oh, it. Okay. Yeah, um, liked it. I mean, we had. I mean, we had the you know the the infamous tattooed, shaved head, bearded wonder call us in from an Uber, just totally liquored up one night and got on the podcast. Um, he will remain nameless. Yeah. D- didn't, but, speaking of it, in an in Uber, Andy Clef, did it the first time you tried to talk to Dave Snowden? He was in a cab. Yes, a- absolutely. <laughs> and, and that didn't make it on the air. Um, Troy's got to drop. Um, Thank you, everybody. You know, I'm, I'm Thanks, thinking George. back on some of the favorite conversations and, and conversation with Snowden are always up at the top because it's fun to try to keep up with his thought process and, and uh, not be left in the dust. Um, yeah. God, we are an eclectic group. You want to talk about what's changed since the podcast gone on? Like he, like he has, he has gone down a path 
and he does not care if the bridge I, is coming with him or not. I, I love it. I, I And here's the thing. Dave, you have uh, people who get mad at what Dave Snowden says on the internet don't realize that I would guarantee you he's smiling 99% of the time that he's typing. When we did that last episode and it ended and he had this big Cheshire cat grin, he's having fun. God bless him. He's having fun. Yeah. You know, um, favorite episodes. I can tell you the first time, shout out to Karen Martin. That was the first interview I did by myself. And I had, I was like, literally i couldn't believe how nervous i was i really thought i was going to completely screw it up i'm like this is the woman who wrote this book and i'm going to do this myself and i guess it came out okay but yeah i was i was terrified that was a great episode too i edited that one oh well thank you our industry has so much to be grateful to for her in that in that book and i she does not get near the shine that no. she does like the amount of times we use concepts of value stream mapping but don't call it that and I, mm-hmm. and I'm like, you know, why are you, why don't you just do value stream mapping and, and just be done? They're like, no, we don't want to do that. I'm like, well, you're basically doing it. And they're like, no, we're not like, it's, 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 it's genius. And yeah. another thing, and I, I think we probably all don't give ourselves enough credit, but it's been amazing to watch Jay Ugh. grow up in a, in a way that he never knew was possible. Right. Same with Troy. When when Gifford and I met Troy, he was like a scrum master, not like he was a scrum master for like a small agile team in a small software company. Right. Jay, you were so hard on yourself. Yeah. I mean, and it's been amazing. And now but you've always been this person. So literally having this community support you in a way to 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 get you to strive like unbelievable you're this in my opinion the smartest person i know so hands down no cap right so i love the fact that you are just this sponge of knowledge and the way that you synthesize this information and then speak to it is is a is a gift my friend and it has been such a pleasure to experience this with you for for seven plus years it's been amazing right and you've never lost sight of who you are He's That's also recorded like four times the amount of podcasts. Yeah, the rest it's just of us amazing. I'm telling you, hmm. you you definitely uh, just an amazing coach, an amazing person, mentor, teacher, speaker. What uh, you name it. It's it's been a, it's been an honor, my friend. Oh, thank De- you, definitely. Thank you. So, I appreciate that. Kudos. If you if we put a poll out on dis on the, our Discord and said if you could get rid of if you could only keep one of us on the board, <laughs> which one would you keep? I guarantee you, Jay would win in a landslide. Yeah, maybe, maybe. And people actually like me on the Discord. Some some uh, of them. But, but Lef, I would I will. But I'm also gonna, I'm going to give you Andy Clef. I'm going to give everybody on this call credit for making me into the lunatic that I am because I joined this group and I felt like I was falling behind it. To be honest with you, until I felt fell in with you guys, I was just, I was shagging my career. I was shagging it. I was just looking for a job, looking for some money, whatever, just whatever. I wasn't really taking it personal, like trying to grow. And now it's like, now I can't turn the goddamn thing off. I got this guy, giant pile of unread books and it just keeps growing. And every time I look, there's three more there and shit. But no, it's, it's intellectual arms race. I guess I fell in with the right group of people. Who pushed me in the right way? I think one of the. No, best I mean, that was my heard. introduction to the whole place, like Discord. If you remember, I, the, I got invited after participating in Discord, and all I was trying to do was figure out how to do this stupid thing. 
That was a <laughs> team leader that was taking on a scrum master role. Thing. That was the start yeah. of my journey. <laughs> Great. Andy, it's, I've I, not heard from you very much. I would really no. like to know some of your, like, a couple of highlights from you. Like, you, again, I, like, you have mentored me in a way that is incredible. And I, you know, I, I still have no idea how old you are, but you keep telling me you're going to get close to retirement. And I'm like, aren't you 35 or something? But I've started going backwards. You know, every, every podcast has been different for me. Some, the, the solo ones that read a book, talk to the author, you know, the, the J syndrome of like, holy shit, we're, we're talking to, who and pick pick any of the authors that we that have answered our blind email. Would you like to be on a show? Sure. Like, oh shit, right? Dave Allen, right? Getting things done. Oh, Dave Allen, that was a fun one. Yeah, hundred um, percent. And then also all the conversations with each and every one of you, where we we have a plan, right? <laughs> some of our listeners may know, and some may not know. We sometimes have a plan for a show. But uh, very few of those plans survive the initial five minutes of conversation. <laughs> like, oh, throw the Google Doc away and just save it for the last bit. Thank you for listening to yet another. <laughs> Basically, at the closing bullets, mm -hmm. right? So all of that's been fun. Um, but there's something to that, Andy. Is I feel that the passion of what we talk about allows us to go off script because it stays authentic right and it, you don't have to be this anemic narrator of questions i think that that's part of the charm anyway yeah i'm all in the yeah. feels tonight there's there's plenty of podcasts out there that stay on script and we don't make it past the first five minutes you're right andy that's the and that so you want to talk about what i've gotten out of the podcast it's finding that that breadcrumb that thread that someone leaves and just chucking my next six talking points and saying, Andy, can we talk more about that? And, and that that is something that we I think I know I have, but I think you all would probably the same way. We you can only develop that by practicing, by learning to hear, not not just hear, but listen to what people are saying. When they throw that bone out there, you got to go after it because yeah, there are plenty of they keep trying to steer the conversation back to the back to the talking points. And I you can't my, just gotta my, let it go. My perfect example of that, Jay, is, is that you heard me say something on a podcast we were doing about something. And then you said, and you may, and then Merman after dark was born just because you decided <laughs> to follow up and ask me like, wait, you have things you regret. And I was like, oh my gosh, I have a ton of things I regret. And he's like, Merman after dark. <laughs> it was born. We play some good jazz. Um, a colleague and I were talking about jazz hands, right? How practiced a jazz musician is right so that you know through repetition they can go off script and um we're all I, I love how we're able to riff off of each other and and it's a tribute to the depth of knowledge that uh, we've achieved in our careers I, to that point andy i have lost count of the amount of panel interviews we've done one-on-one -on -one interviews where at the end, the guest says, you know what? This was really fun. This is the probably the best podcast I've ever done. And I, th I think it comes through in, I think, I think our listeners not even hearing that particular line. I think it comes through because it really is. We we're trying to have a conversation. 
It's just the the equivalent of a bunch of colleagues sitting around a water cooler, having you know, mm. having a, having a gas up or whatever, just chatting. Yeah, yeah. Jason Little went years without coming on the podcast, and was just like, "Man, I love being on." He's like, "This one's always so comfortable for me to be on." Yeah, that that whole pick up the whole pick up like where you left off, like nothing has sure. changed. Yeah, sure. Yeah. So it's where. Funny. Sorry, oh, yeah, I just have to say, Andy mentioned Agile Jan's hands. It's funny that that prompted a positive thing, and yet the mission of this podcast has become: we want to sever all jazz hands from from the Agile community. We death to Agile jazz hands. I like jazz hands. So, with all the conversation, like maybe it's death to Agile sparkle fingers. Yes, yeah, like, spirit fingers. But I like, but I like spirit fingers. That's jazz it. hands. So where where is the world going to take us next, right? So we're we're recording this in uh, November. November. Um, the world has changed, right? We're looking at an unclear we're looking at an unclear financial um, profile for the entire world, right? Things are kind of goofy. Uh, we sit. We're hearing basically we're in a quasi phantom recession. Companies are cutting back spending. So I guess the question to all of y'all is where do we go in the next year to give people the support that we all get from the organization? How do we, how do we find a way to do that? Right. The support from the discord, from the podcast, how do we, where, where is the show taking us? And I'm thinking out loud. I don't, because I really don't know. I think the step, I mean, step one is one thing that we've been from the very beginning, which is we've been a very open community. I feel like we've been like, we, we don't do really any trashing of things. We don't spend a lot of our, we, we may be a little sarcastic on discord from time to time, but we don't, we don't, we're not actively like putting things down. And honestly, I think if anything that our community needs right now, again, I was, I, this is, I'm stealing from the kickoff call we had, you know, this last week, like, the community kind of needs to start coming together a little bit, or we're just going to be eradicated like a bunch of rodents and stuff. Like I, I think that that's mission. Number one of the podcast is still be a welcoming place for ideas for, especially ones that we disagree with and people that want to come and talk about how they, they don't like that. We said this, or we did they disagree that we said that, Hey, like that, that idea is welcome here. Like, you know, I, that's what we, I think that has to, that has to continue. That should never change. I want to cut the bullshit. I want to drop the agile. I want to focus on things that matter and not all this bullshit, all this overhead, all this framework, all this other stuff that just dilutes the waters, right? Let's just focus on what's important. And if that's financially feeding the street, then say it, right? Like, Let's get honest about a lot of the things that we experience and and let's disrupt, right? Let's really do it. That's that's kind of where I would love. I, I'm in a, in a point in my career where I want to be so aggressive and I want to rock the boat and see who can hold on. Because to me, the people that can hold on are they're there. They yeah. get it. So I'm I, I know I speak for a select few. That would probably agree that the level of frustration and just the the misguided kind of achievement of becoming agile is is never should never be the goal, right? That should not be the end state. So I'm I'm tired of unraveling that that tangled ball of yarn and bubblegum. Uh, 
I, I might as well I might as well have career aspirations to be a unicorn because that's that's <laughs> a good uh, so hey you asked the question now you didn't no, put no, it no, in no, container. I, know, I don't put any yeah. guardrails around it see what happens if, if I don't if, I don't if, disagree if I could like there's a lot of people me included that have a decade at least if not more of your job title and your job descriptions have agile littered all over it there's a lot of people when I was out of work early, you know, this year, I spent a lot of this year unemployed um, where I, I had recruiter after recruiter say, you just, you've got a really broad resume, but nothing like super deep. And I go, well, it's deep in agile stuff. And, and they're like, yeah. And that's not what I'm hiring for. Um, I think that there is, we could be a resource for people that would like to pivot like, our our uh, sideways hat wearing friend, Mister Left here, pivoted away from Agile with a with a job role earlier this year, and I he, it took him some work, it took him some effort, and a little bit of luck. But I I would love to do a couple of podcasts on taking skills that are really really, really transferable. Ask, I mean, ask any person in leadership, like the skills that we bring as agile leaders, ultimately very transferable to a lot of other roles and types of things, but nobody knows how to do that, including myself, you know? That's super valid. I've been, uh, with the, the great scrum master ejection that is happening because people went and you know, hired a Silicon product valet or a Silicon product group or, you know, been doing projects or listening to escape the build trap and just like the whole industry of like that, like, you know, helping to start companies figuring out that like that product operations role that you're talking about, that's one like process code versus like product delivery. You've got a bunch of people that understand product delivery that most likely have those skills to actually form some of those kind of um like new and modern kind of producty roles like we've been exploring a lot of that um and it is like if i'm an agile person like i will tell you that my favorite time in my life is when my title was continuous improvement specialist on the hr roles as opposed to like the global director of pro or was it the global director of process and tools like it didn't say agile anywhere it was just the global director of process and tools. And all I was focused on was continuously improving the organization and solving problems. I'd love to get to, to that. I will say, you know, we've been talking here seven years ago, like we sat down, I think it was Lockhart and QSAC, and we talked about taking over Agile Philly. That was like our bright, shining beacon of standing. The reason we, we formed this stuff up and we had a goal of like disrupting LinkedIn and, you know, we didn't achieve that. But I will tell you that I find the Discord community that we have far better than LinkedIn. You got yeah, it's a passionate yeah group, uh, and it, and it's interesting. It somebody said earlier, I think it was you, Left. You're you're involved in other communities, uh, and none is so uh, good natured, and maybe that's the wrong word. That's the opposite word. of nasty. Right. This there is there is no nastiness uh, in anybody. Uh, there's a lot of emotion and passion and and dialogue, um, but it's a very 
humane place. We want to see people succeed. We want to yeah. see. Yeah. yeah, it's very giving. Um, I can't predict what next year brings. I, I can barely figure out next week. But, um, what doesn't change for me is the need to be connected with other humans and uh, to play a little jazz, right? And um, yeah, to your point, Andy, uh, crabs in a bucket, right? Crabs in a bucket benefits nobody, and we are not that type of community. If anything, we're we're below people trying to push them out of the bucket, right? Like, and I get I, there are quite a few people. I'm not going to name names, but there are quite a few people who we have seen their careers grow just by the interaction we have in Discord and see them step into their confidence, yeah. and that's that's awesome, right? Like, I'm thinking look, of exactly who you're thinking of, Jay. And there's a couple. Like, there's a couple examples. Yeah. I mean, there's even people who joined were very, very active, have gone on to do bigger things, and then have kind of drifted away because they've been busy. Great, good for them, right? Always, always have a soft spot. Yeah, but I do think I do think left is onto something, though. Maybe the big pivot is coming. You know, we just go home for Christmas, come back, we've completely rebranded. Yeah, we're gonna start the the product management uprising. <laughs> no, we could just it could just be called the uprising, and we finally release one of those logos that we designed 17 years ago. <laughs> well, I was gotta, you gotta bring it up. I was gonna say it's time it for a logo redesign. Oh, I love Listen, the one. That hey, do you want to talk about maturity? Pretzel. Like, I don't even care anymore. <laughs> like, I just no logo. No logo. There we go. There no you logos, go. no backlogs, no defects. We'll start the no estimates. We'll start the nope. The, no the, logo. The, 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 the no uprising. The no rising. The no uprising. The no yeah. rising. There we go. There we go. Oh, um, yeah, I think you're right, Merman. I think we should probably start putting this one to bed, but all things considered, um, it's been a it's been a really wild ride. Like it really has been a wild ride. And I am I am curious to see what the the future brings, right? I think we've I think we've hit a nice pace. I think I, I I think from from where I sit, like it feels like it's less haphazard. It's more just ah, just go do. Yeah. Well, I am very proud of this group and very honored to to have been a part of all of it. So yep. you all have influenced my career greatly, and uh, I appreciate all of you. Y'all are a family lot. to me. Yeah. So. This this has been lightning in a bottle, which a lot, I've experienced very few times in my career, and and very few times personally. So, you all definitely, uh, you definitely are just Merman said family. So, awesome. Thank you. Thanks everybody for listening to. Uh, yeah, seriously. We I when we get to a million downloads, that'll be kind of cool. Pop the champagne. <laughs> Well, thank you, <laughs> listeners. Um, join, see the show notes. If you're not already part of the Discord community, stop by, check it out. And uh, we'll see you at the next episode. This one's a wrap. Uh-huh.